Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 1973 podcast, episode five. It was supposed to be the St. Patrick's Day edition, but uh, we kind of had a lag in time, so we're going to make up for it. So, uh, guys, what's going on? What's new? What we missed? What's going on? What's going on, boys? What's happening? We ready to rock and roll, ready to get going, get caught up Let's on this. All right. So we got a new segment. We've been getting emails. I put a comment in the description box down below. You can send us an email if you want us to talk about something or reply to something that you didn't like that we talked about or vice versa. Uh, just have at it. Send it along and we'll see if we can read it off. So uh, we, the segment is uh, Ed reads emails. So Ed, take it away. <laughs> read the first, the, the history making first email. Have at it. Well, this one comes from, from Robert from New Bedford. And uh, here, we're going to read it as so. Hey, fellas, love the show. Quick question. Are you ever going to have more people on on your panel? Number one. Number two, possibly an attractive female. Number two. I don't know why that wasn't number one, but okay. We'll, we'll, we'll continue with Robert's email. Uh, maybe even a celebrity to help the show ratings. Well, I don't know too many celebrities. You know, some of us may be legends in our own mind, but we'll go with that. And then last and last and last but not least, keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Well, uh, let me. Uh, I'll start off and I'll say it's uh, good that we get at least a little positive. I haven't heard too much negative about it. You know, it's uh, it's uh, entry level, so you know, the only way we can go uh, is pretty much up with this. So uh, the first yeah, we are at the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. So uh, comments on the on the first uh, part of that where um, they would want to add it somebody else to the panel i don't know um do you think uh three's company and uh four is a crowd or you know what's your take on that whole thing i think we could add definitely add somebody as a guest i mean i you know we could even add somebody on permanently i mean you yeah. know if they if they went with the flow yeah you know, yeah yeah that type it, of thing. yeah you know? it'd have it'd have to be a good fit though right you know you wouldn't yeah, want exactly. to drag somebody else along i i wouldn't mind every now and then uh you know, like if it was like, uh, you know, a tenth episode, twentieth, twenty fifth, like like a goal scoring. If it's a milestone, and you could get somebody else on just for another opinion, just for that one episode, just to oh. you know keep it moving, maybe uh, get a chuckle here and there. It it wouldn't be that bad. And I mean, to oh. uh, screw up the dynamic of the, you know, it's tough to get three people on at the same time. You know, a fourth one, it's it's even harder. So, um, you know, that's my take on that. And uh second part of that question with a uh, female perspective what do you think on that i'm gonna pass <laughs> tom what do you think we don't have the money to afford any other talent besides us i mean <laughs> male or female yeah yeah pretty much rubbing nickels together just to get this uh you know, we don't even want to pay for the premium Zoom to get it longer than 30 minutes. So we, we are the coyotes of the podcast world. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. We are the the Phoenix coyotes of the or the Arizona coyotes of the podcasting world. Definitely. Um, the last part was uh, anything to do with like my my take a celebrity is going to cost uh, money. I know all, there's plenty of people I've, I've seen online that do podcasts and it's all about uh you have some kind of revenue coming in. Uh, I don't, I don't think that that's in the cards. It'd be awesome to get somebody on here just to, uh, oh, I agree. Um, you know, just to shoot questions at whether it was, uh, you know, NHL alumni or, you know, 
former pro wrestler or something that we'd enjoy talking to and we could you know, bounce questions off them. That, that'd be awesome. But I don't think uh, as far as that goes, that, you know, financially. Let me, let me just go back into my bag of uh, salesman tricks. Uh, no, not at this time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Tom, what do you, what do you think? Same thing or. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to get, get our feet on the ground and get ourselves set and uh, get the whole ball rolling before we can do that. I think. But as oh, not to be as, a our as, whole bodies are on the ground right now. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, as far as uh, like um, people enjoying the podcast, like I said, I I haven't heard any any negative whatsoever, and I know that there's a bunch of people that watch it, and uh, you know, nobody said, "Hey, you guys stink," or you know, you guys. A lot of people that are from out of town like the accents. They uh, they enjoy yeah. that. That was that was one of the comments I got and. That actually was from a uh, female that was watching the uh, the podcast. So you know, you, you we, never. I mean, we have we have female audience members. Come on, you know, you know you, you, I don't believe it. You know, at one time, people were hot commodities. It, you know, don't don't let the uh, age fool you. It's still uh, still like uh, you know, the oldest ride in the park with the longest line. So you know, this is how it goes. Just how it goes. It's maybe, Space Mountain. Maybe if that can, maybe if it continues, we can get the Magnum TA Dusty Rhodes jackets from uh, TBS Studios. <laughs> the, the fur coats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know you're you're uh, you're living large when you got fur coats on in the middle of the summer in Atlanta. So that that, that says something. A little but, cold uh, in the studio. Yeah. As far as the emails, just keep sending them, and we'll we'll see what we can get on, and we'll we'll filter through uh, whatever we can. And if we met you on the air, you know who you are. So. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we'll that was Robert from New Bedford. It, 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 it's a big area. It, it well, I mean, there's a lot of Roberts in New Bedford too. I'm it's, sure it's it's nationwide. It, well, there you go. Uh, so the next uh, part we're going to ease into is uh, are they or are they not a Hall of Famer? So we're gonna we're gonna throw this one out there and uh, just announced. I know this is a little late with this one, but uh, Stacy Keebler going in the. Uh, WWE Hall of Fame, and I just want to get your your quick take on that, especially you, Tom. Go go ahead. That's that's a hard no for me. She's she's not to me. You have to, you don't have to be just a wrestler, but you have to bring more to the table than just being eye candy. I mean, not to say not anything against the women going in, but the women that are going in were good on the mic. They were they get involved when they have to, where they could take some bumps and didn't look awkward. Stacy Keebler was just eye candy to me. I mean, it's just, and couldn't really even call her a manager because she was just there. I mean, she was just there. She didn't really do anything. Ed? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Excuse my motherfucking language. No fucking way. That's a capital no N and a capital O. That's correct. Yes, uh, yes, Alex. I'm gonna go with uh, that. The end and the O for a thousand, please. Okay. No, come on, man. Uh, I agree with Tom. Like, look, she wasn't the greatest on the mic. Hey, look, she's a very pretty lady. You know, I mean, she brought definitely brought some, you know, some eye candy to the, you know, that attitude era of, you know, that that time in wrestling. But she she's not she's not like China, you know. I mean, she she's not like. She's not like any of the ladies now, you know what I mean? So, like, I'd have to say no, you know? I mean, I, I don't remember ever being like, man, we got to we gotta watch this. Right, you know? right. And, well, and, and 
and good talent. That's what they do. You either love them or you hate them. And I never really have, I never really had that emotion like with her. I mean, you go back to some of the heels back in the day, like you just didn't like them. Well, and, it, it goes under the, the whole thing with just in culminate a hall of famer. Are they, is that the person you're buying a ticket to see, or does she just come with the show? You know, you, you, you go and you you order whatever you want to order off the menu, and then you get the side items. It's it's kind of yeah. it's along those those lines, and she was just part of that, you know, era where they were just scooping up all. Look at oh, all gee. the yeah, look at all the um, Scott Steiner, uh, you know, all the oh, quote unquote freaks that he had. I mean, uh, Medasia and all these other ones. They I it's. That they're not Hall of Famous. They, you know, they didn't sell tickets. You didn't buy a ticket. They came with the show. Right you didn't there. go. So that's a no. That's a hard yeah, no yeah. all across the board. That's a Would no. Would you second my motion with the vulgarity with that, sir? <laughs> that's that's a hell mf and no on that one. So yeah. uh, am I going to get bleeped or no? No. By by the way, Ed, the sensors just called. You just got twenty dollars in the swear jar. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're negative twenty now. We, we don't yeah, even oh, have well, yeah, we, we don't have a budget or anything like that. So great. Yeah. I'm gonna have to dig out some of my old scuba equipment and, and go couch fishing in my couch <laughs> for some change to pay it off. Buy one of those magnets I see on TikTok and go hit the river and see if we can pull up something. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about something that uh Tom really wants to talk about this week was uh any NFL free agency. Um so if we could transition over to that tom take it away with your, your take. Uh, this is my favorite time of the year in football without uh, besides the actual playing and but uh they just seeing all the movement it just brings you back to when you were a kid waiting to see where your favorite players were going and i mean there, there's been a lot of movement right now um uh like jimmy jimmy g going to the raiders i i know that's your team andy but uh <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, from the years of 1977 to like '94, <laughs> so that that was my Raiders. <laughs> well, I think he's going to help him. I mean, they they didn't give do him any favors letting Waller go, trading Waller, Darren Waller, the tight end. But I mean, I think ha him having Jim, uh, McDaniel's there as his coach, he's accustomed to him. I think that'll really help him. And then you have like uh, some crazy money. The Texans re uh, signed Jeremy Tunstill. And they signed him to a three-year, seventy-five million dollar contract, and he's a lineman. Now he is a he is a guard. Uh, I think he's a guard. So, is he better uh, than Tony Mandarich? <laughs> Ooh, going old school on that. Less steroids. <laughs> and then the quarterbacks moving, like David Carr went to the Saints. Uh, Baker Mayfield signed with Tampa, which I really like that move. I mean, I'm an Oklahoma fan, so I really I like Mayfield coming out of college. But I think being on that team with the receiving core they have, I think he's going to have a good year with them. And it's not going to take much to win that division. That division's not very good. And uh, guys like the Pats signing. I'm, I want to see what Ed has to say about them signing Juju Smith-Schuster from, uh, well, he's from Kansas City. Yeah. And – that's like he's not the prototypical. It shows you how things are changing in New England because he's not the prototypical Patriot that they would sign. They back in the day when he was with Pittsburgh and he was all about TikTok and the Patriots and their fans were picking on him for having he was shooting videos, uh, TikTok videos in the locker room, and that got him in trouble with a lot of teams and a lot of the fans 
it's funny because they've changed their tune now. A lot of the fans in New England at the time were saying he'd never make it in New England. We don't want him. He's and now they're praising him for in the past for signing him. Dad, thoughts? Well, I'll go with the I'll go with the last question first. You know, because uh, you know, take a line from Piper. You know, before you change the questions, and I get all the answers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sorry, it's not the greatest line, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> to throw away. Anyway, um, <laughs> like that shirt. Oh, I think, what's that? <laughs> like that shirt. Yeah, it is. You know, well, didn't he get his fa- didn't he get his face dented by Rob Ray? No, in a well, fight. I think that was a career rental, but oh, carry on. Carrying on. Anyway, I think that, you know, the Patriots signed Schuster. I mean, you know, he's he's been in two different teams. Now he's on his third team. Um, you know, I mean, the Kansas City had him on, you know, on basically a one-year deal with, you know, basically really short money and, you know, some incentives and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I just think that, uh, you know, the Patriots are kind of um, paying for everything that they had in the past, and they really haven't been able to find that next draft class where they picked up like a Gronk you know, and picked up some other good players and that type of thing, um, you know, and I think that that's, they're, they're trying to, they've been trying, it looks like they've been, they've been trying to fill some gaps that just by picking up players, and they've done that in the past too. They did it with Corey Dillon, you know, they did it with uh, Randy Moss and a lot of those other guys. So, I mean, they have, they have taken on, you know, guys that would be considered to be project players from the past, but, you know, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, people grow up and people realize that maybe that's not the best thing to do in an NFL locker room. Um, you know, I, I I really like the Derek Carr of the Saints. I mean, I think that they have some good weapons and, and that type of thing. Um, I always kind of felt like he was kind of, you know, um, kind of snake bit at, at, with the Raiders. You know, I mean, I just always felt like he always had a different head coach and a different offensive coordinator. And I think, you know, he may find his fit there, um, you know, to – and then – my biggest one, Tom, I don't know how you feel about Lamar Jackson, but it's hard to believe that he's, you know, that he's basically, um, you know, he's signed, but it's, you know, it's basically the the, uh, the Ravens have left him unprotected. So that's kind of a, and then to see, um, uh, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield going to Tampa. I mean, it, I mean, the south of the NFC, NFC just looks like it's pretty much kind of like retread central, you know, so I don't know. You know, it it went. It looks like it went from like the worst, worst, uh, you know, league, you know, worst division in the NFL to at least the the most mediocre. You know, that's my thoughts. What do you think? Uh, what do you think with Aaron Rodgers? It, I mean, it's, I thought he'd be going. I thought he'd be signed with the Jets by now, or traded to the Jets by now. You think it's going to go? It's going to happen, or do you think Green Bay's asking for too much in return, or what do you think? Well, I mean, I think what it's coming down to is I think that the Jets are probably trying to figure out, like, what he's actually going to do. Yeah. You know, is he going to play for two more years? You know, or is he going to be a one and done? And is he going to pull this shenanigans of, like, ah, well, you know, I really don't feel like going to training camp. I'm not going to work with – and the Jets are a really young team. Um, so, I mean, that's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I mean, it, you know, you can definitely see – you know, players that actually take the extra time and work with, the, you know, especially with quarterbacks and receivers, taking that extra time in the offseason to work together. I mean, we started with Brady and Edelman the whole time, you know. I mean, I mean, Edelman was, you know, and I, I mean, and I don't mean this to be ugly. I mean, he was kind of a marginal player, 
until all of a sudden he started going to California and, and catching balls with Brady. And all of a sudden he came out of nowhere. And I mean, and that shows that 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 extra work really does help between quarterbacks and wide receivers. So I think that that's kind of like maybe what the jets. And I also think it's the compensation. You know, I think that the Packers are probably going to want too much, which, you know, by getting these extra draft picks, it actually will help the Packers out going down the line. So they don't have, so they can get the, those, that first year contracts in there. That really helps a lot of those teams. Cause it's, it's short money, you know, it's not big money like that second contract is. So, yeah. Yep. So any uh, more to add with the uh, free agency or do you want to move on and talk about some uh, NHL uh, playoff picture? I'm ready for hockey. All right. Ed, yeah, I'm ready for think? hockey too, man. All right. All right. I don't yeah. know uh, if you guys have been kind of falling out over the week. Did you see the incident with Jordan Billington and uh, oh. Marc-Andre Fleury where they wouldn't let him fight? I cannot stand Billington. I want somebody just to pound his head in because he's just – and if I was a teammate, I'd be pissed off at him because he's just he's putting himself over the team. He's not he can say he's trying to fire the team up all he wants. It's just his ego and he's trying to be a Ron Hextall and he, he's not. He's not anywhere near as the the player that Hextall was. <clears throat> um it was crazy because a lot of the videos that I had seen of it from different uh perspectives of it, I saw the one where Flurry was mic'd up and <clears throat> I think everybody feels the same way from, you know, what, what the sites that I follow that, why wouldn't you let them fight? It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's not historic, but it never happened. So why are you shying away from letting that happen? It, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. talking points. We're talking about it. I mean, it was all over social media this week. Imagine if they had fought, it would have been more to talk about. I mean, yeah, they, for sure. yeah. So it was kind of like a wet fight. It, it never happened. It was anticlimactic, as they say. So, uh, you know, that, that that was my thought on that. It was the last-minute thing I want, I remembered that I wanted to talk about. But uh, as far no, as but, the, go ahead, Ed. No, I, I mean, the thing about it is just that, I mean, especially, like, why wouldn't you let him go? You know, right. you know what I mean? Like, let him go. Let, right. I mean, let him solve it, you know? Right. And I think that, you know, and then on top of that, I mean, Vegas is one of your best teams this year. I mean, we all know we all know that, you know, the the mothership, if you will, will put a fight on TV, especially if two goalies go, because Lord knows they won't put anything else on there when it comes yeah. to hockey. But the um Quebec Major Junior League just uh said that's not next season they're banned of fighting hockey. So it's uh I don't know if that's something that's coming down the pipe, but not good. Not good on, on my from my perspective from from a lifetime fan of no, especially being a flyer guy. I mean, how can you be a guy that's a fan of no fighting in the NHL? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's I'm even talking about it. So, but right in. Oh, it's part of the game. I mean, the thing about it is just that it's. I mean, we all we all know that. I mean, look, this is you know, it's not like the the fighting is not like what it was. You know, hey, I went to the you know insert whatever arena you know to the you know last night and. You know, a hot, you know, a hockey game broke out amongst the fights. Yeah, you right. Know, I mean, you know, I mean, fighting. I mean, fighting as we all know, it keeps people honest in the game. It keeps the sticks down. It keeps the cheap shots down. It keeps the, you know, your best players from getting run. You know, 
I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, nobody's going to see the 23rd and 24th player, you know, sit on the bench that, you know, on the fourth line that rolls over and gets three minutes of time. I mean, the, the people are going to see, they're going to see Ovi. They're going to see, you know, Sid, yeah. you know, they're going to see, like, you know, um, Connor McDavid, you know, that, and all of a sudden, you know, there's other guys that are going to try to take them out. If you take fighting out, I mean, it, it and it, it's, it, I just find that it's silly because it really protects a lot of the star players that way. That's my opinion. Tom? Absolutely agree with everything you guys said. It's just, I think they're going to drive away some of the old school fans. They're, I don't know if they're trying to bring the new fans in and make it more PC, but I think they're going to drive away more of the old fans and it's going to hurt them more than anything. Well, the, the thing that I hate to, we always, I think we've touched on a bunch of times over a couple podcasts is about the expansion and what, what what's happening is when they've opened up the NHL, yes, it's more of a world game than it ever has been where they pull from different uh, countries now more than ever. Yeah. But I don't understand how you can have, let's say 32 teams and your top two lines are NHL quality guys. And then your third line and fourth line are AHL quality guys just to have more guys in the league, but you won't allow the enforcer role. Amongst amongst those AHL quality guys, you mean to tell me that there's not an enforcer out there that's just as good at that level to play? Right, right. Can't play in the NHL because he's strictly an enforcer. Uh, that's what I don't understand. You're pushing you're pushing the character guys out of the out of the league, which are from from a fan perspective, they're always the most approachable guys when you meet them. They're all right, the, right. they're the most about the fans. They're the most about the kids. They're the least pretentious when you meet them. Even yep. when they're still playing, they're, yep. they're the most community-driven guys, and you're pushing those guys out of the league, but guys that don't deserve to be in the league talent-wise, just so you can add more teams. It, that's what I don't understand. It, it you're you're forcing out what made the league the league for all these years, right. but guys that would never crack an NHL lineup if it was legit. Twenty-eight teams, twenty-six teams. Uh, that's that's what I don't understand. Then that that's what uh, call it a PC thing, call it whatever. But that that's my that's my gripe with that was pushing well, out the enforcers for crap. Well, I'm gonna uh, let's circle back to this. I mean, think about like you know the heyday of hockey that you know when we were really really watching it. You know, as a group, right? I mean, I mean, it, am I correct, Andy? You're the statistician, statistician, so you're gonna you'll correct me on this one if I'm wrong. But was it not Ty Domi that had probably they he had some of the um, highest um, goals and assists when he played juniors? Is that I am correct in saying that? Correct. You're correct, and if you did a deep dive with it, guys like Dave Schultz, there was yeah. only twelve teams in the league at the right. time. He right. was a goal scorer. He had thirty goals. And the only way he could crack into the NHL lineup was to fight. So right. it, just think of a 12-team league, how good you had to be just to make it on 12 teams. Sure, for sure, yeah. And then a lot of these guys took on roles that they had to, not because they wanted to, to stay in the right, league. Right, right, and right. and it's all go- it's it's becoming like we're talking about uh, you know the phone that was on the wall in your kitchen in your house or uh, before there was cable. That the, eventually it's going to be like that. You're going to talk about right, the right. NHL like it was this outlaw thing that they allowed fighting. Was that like the old west two gunslingers? Right, right. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah, and pro. I mean, just think about what Proby did too. I mean, Proby <laughs> used to play what 22, 23 minutes 
a game. Um, you know, he, I mean, he he, went, he'd go. He'd go he with anybody. He went to an all-star game. He went to yeah. an all-star game legit. He, I think, and he could play. I think he had legit 30 goals in a season, too, in an right. NHL yeah. season. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that that's – I mean, we, we got off the, the track with, you know, the playoff picture talking about, the, you know, the fighting with Bennington and, and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. But, you know, if we could circle it back to, you know, yeah. what what we're talking about with the Bruins on a skid now and, and uh, you know, people, no see, people, <laughs> people seem to think it has a lot to do with DraftKings going live in mass and how there's a little bit of fixing. And I know one of our, a certain somebody that's, doesn't appear on this. I know he's prime uh, conspiracy uh, number one on that. Yeah, the, uh, the fan, we'll call him the. Uh, well, I will have to get a code name for him, but we'll we'll, we'll work on that. The Wiz, I mean, Phantom, <laughs> <laughs> the WCW Portuguese Phantom. But, yeah, I, I don't. I just I just think I it's it. the fact that they've Portuguese got injuries Phantom. and and they're uh, sitting guys. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind the sitting. I mean, if it's not a you know career thing that you're gonna break or you're gonna break a team record or whatever, and you want to sit somebody, that's fine. But I don't know but thoughts on you know we we talked about it. I believe on the first episode where we talked about uh you know sports betting and how it's become a thing and does it mm, kind of mean what we're talking about right now? Is there a is the fix in is is there so much money on the line right now that people say, you know, they're taking the Bruins, they win, they beat Buffalo by seven, and then the next night they can't beat, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> my son's hockey team? Uh, who knows? <laughs> you never know. I mean, I, I hate to say, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say no. I'm not naive enough to say no. It can't happen because you're dealing with humans and human nature. I mean, somebody throws you, is going to, some somebody, from Vegas or whatever it is, throws you money. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna say no. Ed, you've never said no to anything before. So, what's your thoughts? Oh man, I mean, I I think that I think that there could be some sort of element of truth in that. I also think that that could be, you know, an element of just you know almost happenstance and circumstance. It's so hard to say, man, because I mean, look back to look back to the BC gambling scandal back in the early eighties, you know, with the basketball team. Right. You know, then then like what's the space with the uh you know, the referees and stuff like that. I mean I mean we we've all been out there. I mean, even with playing in men's leagues and stuff like that. I mean just for a father son game that <laughs> recently. Too. Yeah, just recently. I mean, but what I'm saying is just that I mean, like you know that like there are certain particular referees that didn't particularly care for, you know, me. Uh or you. <laughs> Mostly me, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, I mean, and and like you get like you do something, and it and it was like yeah, and so I mean, do I think that yeah, of course, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think now you're starting to mess with the integrity of the game, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and I mean, it's it's kind of like, you know, I mean, like. It, it and I, I don't know. I mean, like, do I think it's possible to to fix a hockey game? Well, of course. I mean, you can fix anything. I mean, you know, I mean, but I, I just don't. I just, I don't know. It, it, like until I saw the documented proof, it's it's hard for me to sit here and say, yeah, it's going on. You know, right. That's my tip. 
you know, and I love conspiracies too, but oh, of I, course, I really, I, of yeah. course, if you grew up in that generation, you'll love everything from the Kennedy thing to all the way now. So, but sure. uh, we're getting uh, short on time. We got about a few minutes left, so we want to finish off with one of us other segments with Tom's album pick of the week. What do you got, Tom? My pick of the week is from 1992, and it is Rage Against the Machine self oh. self titled album. Good Rage stuff. Machine. Good stuff. And, uh, Good stuff, man. Ten, ten, ten songs on the album. Bomb track, Killing in the Name, Take the Power Back, Bullet in the Head. And then the song that I, it's kind of gets no love, but it was in the uh, Matrix movies, uh, Wake Up. The song yeah. Wake Up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome, awesome song. And I don't know how many of you guys know the uh, story of the the uh, album cover. I don't know if you've looked at the album cover, but it's Tibetan Monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set set himself on fire to protest the Vietnamese government. I right. Mean, With the uh there was a tank too right in the way. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um they almost didn't um release the album with that cover on it. They had to actually put up a big stink just to uh get that cover out yeah. there. So thoughts on the album edge? Good one? No, I mean I mean, I thought it was a great album. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Rage fan, but I mean, I know that I remember quite a few songs on there that you guys mentioned. So good album, you know. I mean, definitely something to put in your headphones and you know go to the gym with and that. Type oh yeah, of thing. good stuff. Um, yeah. So, fellas, I think uh, we're winding down for time. So we just want to let everybody know that just please help us grow the channel. Uh, positive thoughts, like, subscribe. Watch everyone that you can. It'll help us out. Uh, we can get uh, add some better lighting in there <laughs> when we can afford for, to. For only two dollars a day, you can. Yeah, for only, for only <laughs> you can help of, get better lighting. Yes, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help yeah. this gentleman right down here. <laughs> and only you can prevent forest fires, also. And the Indian with the tear, looking at the garbage. We're dating ourselves on that one. But uh, I just want to give a shout out, like we always do uh, every week, to our uh, buddy Scotty at Rock Street Brewery up in Old Canada. Support him if you see his stuff. Uh, grab some uh, six packs when you can, and we we always mention you, Scott. I know you're watching too, so so for, send us some shirts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear them on the podcast. We'll wear them on it, man. Come on, send it a backdrop. I'll hang it in in back of where he sits. Yeah, actually, Scott, send me a three by five flag. I'll put it behind there. <laughs> there you Why go. Not? Yeah, yeah we're, I mean, we're, it brings me back to the old days. Yeah, we're we're ultra flea market, low budget. That's that's, yeah, that's we where are. we are. <laughs> but uh, hey, stop talking about my couch that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Tom. That's a nice couch, isn't it? Yes, that's I a agree. really nice. That's a really oh. nice couch. <laughs> but for the three of us. Uh, <laughs> until <laughs> we uh hit you up again we'll oh, we'll see yeah. it we'll see you for episode six see ya later, later guys thank you see ya